You're listening to Mountain West Voices. I'm Clay Scott. If you've ever traveled through the open sagebrush country of the western U.S., you've probably seen pronghorn antelope. They're stocky, gazelle-like animals, smaller than a deer, with distinctive white rumps and enormous eyes. Only the African cheetah can run faster than the pronghorn's 60-mile-an-hour pace. In fact, the pronghorn evolved during the Pleistocene to outrun a cheetah-like cat, among other extinct North American carnivores. But today, having outrun and outlived nearly all of its ancient predators, the pronghorn is facing challenges that its speed alone won't help it overcome. The vast grasslands of Saskatchewan mark the northern extent of its range. That's where I met rancher Don Gillespie, who's watched pronghorn his whole life. When I was a kid, it would be nothing to see three or 400 antelope come down that migration trail that, that goes just east of my house, and we may have seen two or three herds a year. And they were everywhere. That's what we lived on. Every spring and fall, Don says, the antelope follow the same ancient path as they make the trek from their fawning grounds to their winter range and back again, more than a 400-mile round trip. On the Gillespie Ranch, the migration path crosses several barbed wire fences. In Saskatchewan, where ranchers traditionally use only two or three strands of wire, the antelope can easily slip under the fence. But in Montana, Alberta, and elsewhere in the animal's range, the fences are often built with five or even six strands of barbed wire. And that's a problem because for all their phenomenal speed, pronghorn do not like to jump. I think the idea of jumping over a fence is something that's learned. They absolutely can jump and jump high, but I think that they would rather go underneath. Andrew Jakes has studied pronghorn antelope and their migrations for years. He's a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Montana. It's just they've adapted to the tallest things in their landscape being a sagebrush. You know, so they, you know, it's not in their genes, if you will, to jump. In the antelope populations Jakes has studied in Alberta, Montana, and Saskatchewan, some individuals migrate and some stay put. He says that two-pronged strategy has helped the species survive. In their northern range, where the summers are fleeting and the winters harsh, the pronghorn need every advantage they can get. But when they come to a fence with the lowest wire set too close to the ground, they're forced to move laterally, often for a mile or more, till they find a place where a dip in the ground allows them to cross. Over the course of a long migration, those extra miles translate to more energy expended and less time for eating. And that loss of calories can be the difference between survival and starvation. Andrew Jakes has been looking for creative solutions to the fencing dilemma. There are hundreds of thousands of tons of fencing out on the landscape. So we wanted to do something that was cost-effective, that had buy-in from the landowners, and that would do the best by pronghorn. On a windy afternoon on the Matador Ranch in north-central Montana, biologist Brandon Nickerson drives me along a rutted dirt track through grasslands that extend for miles. He stops at a barbed wire fence. At first, it looks like any of the hundreds of similar fences in this country. So then, for this um, modification, it was randomly assigned a smooth wire. So basically, all we've done is Get this uh, second to the lowest wire moved up a little bit just to create space. This is part of an innovative fence modification project designed in part by Andrew Jakes and carried out with the Alberta Conservation Association and the Nature Conservancy of Montana. The first step was to identify locations where pronghorn have historically crossed fences. 
Then, researchers altered a 20-foot panel of fence adjacent to the crossing in one of three ways, by replacing the bottom strand with smooth wire, by fixing the bottom two strands together with plastic piping, or simply by clipping the bottom strands together. The idea is to see if the pronghorn could be taught to use the modified crossings. This up here is the illuminator, the infrared illuminator for at night. Then down here we have the motion sensor and then the camera lens is actually... In the first few months of the Matador Ranch project, cameras mounted on fence posts have produced thousands of shots of owls perched on the fences, of mule deer jumping gracefully over the wires, of badgers and coyotes sliding under. And the cameras have also captured many images of pronghorn antelope. Some of the animals seem to stare at the modified fence, unsure what to do, but others move easily under. The project is still in the data collection phase, and it's far too early to draw any conclusions. But knowledge of the migration routes, says Andrew Jakes, is something that's learned and passed on from generation to generation. And he's confident that his project can help this ancient animal learn new ways to negotiate the obstacles in its path as it makes the annual trek through the prairies it's inhabited for thousands of years. You've been listening to Mountain West Voices. Our series is produced in association with the O'Connor Center for the Rocky Mountain West, a regional studies and public education program of the University of Montana. Additional support was provided by the Greater Montana Foundation. To listen to and download more stories from around the Rocky Mountain West, go to mountainwestvoices.org. I'm Clay Scott.